Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by these great sponsors. Axon started out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. Imagine having 100 years of tire and wheel knowledge in your back pocket the next time you sell a piece of ag equipment. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. This podcast is also brought to you by Valley Transportation. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 or go to valleytransinc.com for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. This podcast is also brought to you by AgDirect. No matter how you buy your ag equipment from a dealer, auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving iron time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast. Marcus with Sean Hackett. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by Axon Tire, helping dealers move more iron for the past 100 years. For more information, go to axontire.com. Axon Tire would like to give our loyal listeners of the Moving Iron Podcast an Alliance-branded pocket knife. If you're interested in getting one of those, go to marketing at axontire.com. Give them all your details and they'll ship you out one for free. Take advantage of this offer by emailing at marketing at axontire.com. Make sure you're here to... I heard about it. Make sure you say you heard about it on the Moving Iron podcast. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs at Valley Transportation. Our goal is to help you reach yours. And finally, no matter how you buy ag equipment from a dealer, an auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect. Com. Sean Hackett is with Hackett Financial out of Boca Raton, Florida. He's nice enough to come on a couple times a week to talk about what's going on. And uh, Sean, we had a pretty big event happen last night. We got the uh, Russia officially invaded uh, Ukraine, knocked the country down. Uh, they are, you know, all estimates that you read was they were really just interested in, in moving up to the Dnieper River, which is basically the, the eastern two-thirds of the country. And they have actually moved across the entire country. They got, you know, their missile strikes all over Kiev and, and all, all the major cities in, in Ukraine, uh, locking it down. Um, last night, Brent oil shot up above 100 bucks, which I haven't seen where it's at today. I've had a chance to check. But uh, a friend of mine is over there right now, and he is stuck in Kherson, uh, which is just not too far from Odessa. So a lot of crazy things happen right now in the world, Then this is going to have a major effect on outside markets, commodity markets, everything going on right now today? Well, you know, it's, it's, it's not like this is a, a new development. We knew this was possible right. at any moment. And right. so it's happening. The usual suspects, crude oil, of course, we knew would be impacted. We knew wheat would be impacted. We knew corn would be impacted. Limit up on wheat, limit up on corn. I think crude oil, 99 change. But we also have to remember there's, a, there's the point of... of um, Fevered pitch, which is where I think we are now, where the market is in schizophrenic mode, trying to figure out what is actually happening. And that doesn't mean that this this, this situation could go on for years. I have no idea. Right. But the fevered pitch will not last long. Correct. Meaning that the, the fuse will be short, a couple of weeks, where you get this, where you're in this fevered pitch. And at some point, 
the market will assess the situation and will and will desensitize from the daily sound bites that we get. So like when we first when the virus first hit, panic. Now whatever, whatever. You know, the next strain, the next variant, whatever. You know, when the September 11 hit and we had this terrorist attack, oh my gosh, terrorist Now, whatever, you know, I mean, I mean, so we don't worry about it, but we're not at the same favored pitch. And so I want to emphasize that this emotional trade that's going on today that might go on for another week or two will not last. The history of these geopolitical shocks is you get a big response and then you get a recoil, an unwind of a lot of this initial emotional trade. Um, and so we have to be mindful of this. If you're a producer and you're seeing, you know, and, and we're getting, I don't know what the wheat market will do, uh, you know, how, you know, it was lined up today, you know, we've had a target of, you know, nine and a half, ten dollars for a long time, but wherever it goes, there's going to be an opportunity to sell. Don't get so caught up in the, in the emotion of the thing that you failed to take care of business at home. Putin's going to do what Putin's going to do, but he's giving you an opportunity on, you know, unfortunately, and not the way we want the opportunity, but he's giving you an opportunity to sell a price that's amazing um, at, over the next week or two. Do not fail. Take advantage of this. This is very important. You know, you get all these people saying, oh, wheat's going to $20 and crew's going to 150 All that may be true or may not be true. No one has a clue. But my view is sell the cash. You can always speculate on paper, Casey. You can always... If you want to go for $20 wheat, buy some call options if you're a producer to, to protect a cash sale you made. But don't mess around with your cash. Cash is cash. And nine and a half, $10 wheat, you know, that is something you need to make sure you do not lose the opportunity for on the farm. And I really, really think this is a time to get very clear strategically about selling the cash and speculating on paper at this point. If you want to do, if you want to go for these potential that this geopolitical thing is going to do something crazy stupid and it may but i wouldn't bet the farm and i wouldn't bet the cash business on it yeah absolutely i mean this is one of those opportunities that you need to take advantage of and, and this is uh you know putin is very emboldened right now and, and it shows you the the respect that he has for uh for europe um the United States, uh, especially uh, current administration, and definitely what he has to say about NATO as a whole. Um, you know, the the alliance they have with China right now, it, it's, it's it's starting to bleed through a little bit. And also remember, you know, none of the. Uh, I mean, I don't. You know, I don't. I don't talk to Z and uh, Vladimir often. Okay, I yeah. don't talk to them that often. You know, um, I'll give you the numbers if you want them. But. Uh, from what it, what it appears to me, they're you know they're kind of getting more friendly together. Very much so. They're trying, yep. they're trying to work together now. Soaring food prices and soaring energy prices are no good for China. That does not help China. Right now, the, and so so there's no way that China wants to see an extended period of soaring food and energy prices because it just kills China. Now I think they may under they may be willing to accept a little bit of short term pain. For long-term gain in whatever the long-term strategy is that Russia and China have against the West, but I do not believe that they want, or that China wants, or a spiraling, endless rise in food prices, energy prices. And so, be mindful that 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 if they are working together, I do think that at some point 
China's going to want this to unwind. And they're going to want Russia to be a big seller of corn to them, a big seller of wheat to them, a big seller of energy to them. Um, and, 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 and of course, you know, Russia needs money, right? So right. They, they're in the business of selling commodities. So beyond the short-term issue, they want to sell. They want to sell those wheat supplies that they have in Ukraine. They want to sell the energy supplies they have in Ukraine. They want to sell the natural gas they have in Ukraine. Um, and so if you're thinking in, in some devious plan and you're Putin, what would you do? All right, so create this crazy, uh, crazy fear shoot these prices up and then maybe he's going after his hedging all his future production right now at these extremely high prices and locking it in so he can so he can so he can fund this war for the next year or two but you know i mean i don't know but he's not not he's not stupid right and i do know that if he's going to be friends with china he can't have soaring food energy prices because of him for the long term that's my thinking so what, what it means to me is Short fuse could go on for a little while, but if you're a producer, please do not fail to lock in prices here in any manner you want. This is an opportunity to take advantage of a situation that you don't, you know, that, that comes along every once in a while, but gives you a tremendous t- uh, opportunity to get profitable on the farm. On the farm, and um, and and you know, there's been a lot, there's lots of times, as you know, Casey, that you don't get an opportunity right. to be profitable on the farm. So. So I, you know, not excited that this is the reason that prices are going up, but you know, we're not given the, we're not given the, uh, the luxury of determining why prices move or not. Our job is to make sure whatever's moving the price that our customers, our producers benefit from it. And that's what we're, that's what this event that is now unfolding is offering. Yep. So, yeah, you definitely got that in front of you. So I guess as you take a look at this, the situation and stuff like that. I mean, how are you? How are you going to coach your coach your clients and do? It? I mean, so are we? Are you looking at day by day type things? You're going to just kind of trickle effect and go, or are you going to start looking at some future contracts and trying to see what those look like? And and if you still have old crop, and I mean, obviously, old crop right now is if you have it, it's going to be worth way more than than future contracts. But I guess as you're looking at that, I mean, are you locking down a, a percentage at a time and, and just keep moving forward, or what's your what's your strategy here? I, you know, I, I think, um, remember, the new crop's new crop. That's right. out into the future. Much of this will be, will be, you know, we will not have a fever pitch like this, you know, going out into, into the year. You know, things will calm down, as they always do. So, so my number one priority right now is to make sure that those are sitting with cash in the bin, as I've been at, uh, uh, suggesting and promoting for a long time. I mean, this is time to, you know, this is time to lose that. To lose those bushels to 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 sell into strength. You don't want to be selling when when he wakes up one day and says, you know, we're uh, uh, we have you know we've we've we're, we're kind of kind of come to an agreement. We've, we've settled down. You, you don't want to go and try to sell when the market's limit down. There's a limit down market out there in the future. You know, I mean, there's going to be the time where whatever, something's going to happen that's going to alleviate this current fevered pitch, and you don't want to be trying to cash sale on the way down. You want to be selling on the way up knowing full well that you're going to get run over while you're doing it, but that's okay because you're selling into a price level and you're trying to average in a price level um, into some kind of a geopolitical short-term exhaustion top. You can't pick the top. You can't sell all at the top. Um, so my strategy is make sure the money that you have in your bin, you monetize. That's the most important thing because that's what's going to be most important to you, to your banks, 
um, is to get that incredible amount of cash flow coming into the business. Now, it doesn't mean you, you can't do a little business over the new crop. I'm thinking you know, 10 or 20% on this move is probably the right place to start doing a little of that. Remember, we still have a very bullish weather forecast, as you know, Casey, heading into the spring with a planting season. And we still want to make sure we let the new crop price in the potential for what we've been suggesting for a while. But at the same time, you know, a lot, you know, we, we weren't necessarily anticipating that this invasion and this geopolitical was going to move prices up this fast as quick. So there is an opportunity here to get some initial skin in the game on the new crop sales of that 10 to 20% variety. So we would be thinking about those kinds of sales for the new crop, keeping it light, but making sure we really get aggressive on the, on the, on our old crop supplies that, that are sitting in your bin. That's uh, mission, uh, mission critical number one. So gotcha. Okay. Well, I'd, I'd jump in and ask you a bunch of questions about all the other stuff we normally talk about on, on Thursday, but everything's up. So. Well, I, I, I think, I think the most important thing, I mean, I mean I've been, you know, in these, I've been in, in markets for almost 35 years. I've seen a lot of crazy things, a lot of geopolitical events, a lot of crazy events, a lot of crashes, a lot of melt-ups, a lot of meltdowns. And I want to, you got to, I want to be very, very clear. No one knows what's going to happen here. No one knows, you know, it, don't let, listen to anybody that's getting on the TV and telling you they know this, they know that. They don't know a thing, and neither do I. When you're dealing with geopolitical events, you don't know a thing. All I know is try to look at the statistics, the pattern of how these price patterns have typically played out in the past. Meaning, I like to be a historian on these things. That's the only way it's going to guide you. Forget what's, I have no, you know, Putin and this, and Biden, forget all that. Just, just, just turn off the radio, turn off the, forget all that. Follow a statistics of a spike trade, of a melt-up pattern, um, and and I think that will guide you better than trying to to listen to uh, price jockeys that 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 haven't been able to predict a market in their life, and all of a sudden come out on TV and they're experts, and they now know that crude oil is going to 150. They don't know. They might be right, but they don't know. And I would really try to emphasize not to lose sight of what your mission is. If you're a corn producer, if you're a livestock producer, whatever whoever you are. That what your mission is is your mission is to take advantage of price when it's economically good for you. This situation is economically good for you, and just don't get too greedy. Um, and and don't and you can always, always speculate on paper um, with a defined risk. And I would really encourage anyone who is uh, wants to go for the hundred and fifty dollar crude oil or twenty dollar wheat. It's just don't speculate on your cash. Speculate on paper at this point, because you might wait, may wake up one day. We might be doing the, a podcast, Casey, where wheat's limit down. I have a yeah. sticky suspicion we are going to be on, a, on a, one of these calls in the not too future. We're going to have a limit down move on wheat, and you don't want to be saying, I, I didn't sell anything. What do I do now? You don't want to be saying that to yourself. Yeah, all good points, man. Um, yeah, a lot of crazy things happening today. Uh, all the way through the weekend, for sure, as this as this mounts and, and things escalate or de-escalate or whatever that might look like, and and things keep moving forward from there. So, 
uh, thoughts and prayers to the people of Ukraine and I uh, hope keep things moving forward and uh, things end up going in a, in a more peaceful direction. So, Yeah, you bring a good point, Casey. I mean, look, there's human lives uh, involved here. There's, there's, there's people that are dying from this situation. There are people's lives that are being completely ruined from the situation. It's, and so our, our, our hearts and prayers go out to the situation. It's regrettable. It's always avoidable. It's, it's, it's too bad that the powers that be decide to do these sort of things. And so the number one thing is to really put out all the prayers that we can that Ukraine can move forward from this and, and, and find a pathway forward. And, and from that place, um, you know, I, I think we, we don't want to lose sight of the humanitarian aspect of this. Yeah, we're interested in markets and pricing, and that's all great. But, but the human consequence of this is um, definitely, um, you know, heart-wrenching to watch for sure. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Hey, well, Sean, good stuff as usual. Folks want to reach out to you, get more information about what you have going over there at Hackett Financial. What's the best way to do that? Our website is Hackett, H-A-C-K-E-T-T, advisors.com. You know, a lot of information on there, how we use our natural climate cycle algorithm, how we use our smart money algorithm, how we use our uh, various fundamental metrics and valuation metrics to give what we think are fairly good and solid long-term price forecasts. And if that's of interest, you know, then um, and, then that, that would be a, a hopefully a value to your listeners. Right on. Well, I am Casey Seymour with Moving Iron Podcast. Make sure you check me out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, Go to movingironllc.com, and you can get all the information that you need there about the Moving Iron Summit coming up in Nashville, Tennessee, September 6th, 7th, and 8th. Uh, great lineup of speakers there. Sean's going to be there. Sean's been there last year. Um, we'll talk about what's happening with the weather as we move from La Nina into an El Nino uh, weather effect. So, Sean, appreciate you being on the podcast, man. Thanks, Casey. Really appreciate uh, your effort. And um, more, as every day goes by, the importance of this podcast, of what we're doing uh, to put out good information in agriculture is becoming even more important. So I'm, I'm thankful and grateful that we've been able to put this together for so long and it's really becoming, uh, and we're moving into a really uh, important time to be getting good information out. So kudos to you for doing that. So well, guys like you make it pretty simple for me to, to do that, Sean. So I appreciate, <laughs> appreciate all that, man. All right. So with that, I'm Casey Seymour, Sean Hackett. Let's go some iron folks. Axon Tire is going to have more tips, tricks, and client advice throughout the year and in September at the Moving Iron Summit in Nashville. If you're looking to sign up for the event, please head over to movingironllc.com. We hope to see you there. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 or go to valleytransitinc.com for all of your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. And no matter how you buy ag equipment from a dealer, auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. Moving